So let's move on together into the second chapter that we've done so far. Um, second chapter for us in our series, but this is chapter 20 in the section that we're going through. So, um, yeah, obviously in the last lesson that we did a couple of days ago, we did Saliqatul Arab, which was chapter 19. So today we are doing Al-Ihtifalu Bil Umrah which is uh, section 20 uh, in the passage that we're reading. So, um, yeah, what I'll do, a really quick announcement before we actually get into the text. So, um, very, very big congratulations to Mrs. F. Um, Kassam, who joined the Arabic in 60 Steps program in the past few days, and also Mohammed Mustafa as well. Congratulations, you guys. And with you guys joining the program, I believe we only have 45 spaces left on the program, probably ever. So, if you're interested in joining, get yourself on the program. So, without further ado, uh, I'm going to, again, like the previous lesson because we're doing quite big chunks of Arabic I think what I'll do is I'll read like half of it and then we'll break it down and then I'll read the no, the next half um, so if you're looking at the actual text I'll read from the very beginning all the way down to I'll read uh, down to that um, so that's what um so seven lines I'll read inshallah and then after that I'll do six lines after that as well okay yeah and then at the end I'll read through the whole thing as well I think it's really good practice for you guys to listen till the end and then hear me read the whole thing um, to test yourself to see what you understood and maybe what you didn't and what you could go back and revise so let me uh, deliver a reading of it before we do a word for word breakdown والعمرة في هذا الشهر كله متصلة ليلا ونهارا رجالا ونساء لكن المجتمع كله إنما كان في الليلة الأولى وهي ليلة الموسم عندهم والبيت الكريم يفتح كل يوم من هذا الشهر المبارك فإذا كان اليوم التاسع والعشرون منه أفرض للنساء خاصة فيظهر لهن بمكة في ذلك اليوم احتفال عظيم فهو عندهم يوم زينتهم المشهور المستعد له وفي يوم الخميس الخامس عشر من هذا الشهر شاهدنا من الاحتفال للعمرة قريبا من المشهد الأول المذكور في أول الشهر فكان لا يبقى أحد من الرجال والنساء إلا خرج لها وبالجملة فالشهر المبارك كله معمور بأنواع العبادات من العمرة سواها Very nice. So, uh, what is this? Actually, we'll, we'll get into what month in particular he's talking about. Um, but obviously he's describing the celebrations of Umrah. Yes, the word ihtifal is a term for celebrations. Uh, it's, it's a form from a form eight verb ihtafala, um, meaning to celebrate. Um, the word hafla is one which you might be more familiar with. A hafla is a generic term for a party, um, but al ihtifal is the word for the celebration generally. Uh, to celebrate something is the verb ihtafala. So al ihtifalu bil umrah, the celebrations of the the umrah, as in the, the this this does mean the umrah, as in the kind of the minor pilgrimage you might refer to it as. There, there's a umrah and then there's there's also hajj. Both of them, uh, you uh, you need to be in a state of ihram for both of them. That's an important bit of information uh, for 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 something which we come on to very shortly. Good. Well, umrah tu fi hada shahr, and the umrah in this month. What month is it? We will find out shortly. 
All of it is joined together. متصل. We actually saw uh, the, the verb اتصل, meaning to like connect. Right, so um, and then I, I made reference to the verb اتصل به, being used to phone call someone actually, even in modern modern terms. Um, so people are like doing do, doing Umrah the whole time, right, throughout the whole month. He's saying there's not like a split when when the haram's closed for Umrah or anything like that. رجال the the رجال, the men and the women. Saying رجال ونساءن, that's not something that Kamil Kilani has. Projected onto Ibn Jubayr. That's something that he regularly says. Rijal and when he said, if he wants to make it clear to you that everyone's involved, he will say so. Rijal and when he said, that's something that Ibn Jubayr himself says in his own text. Lakinna means but, right? But this nu, but the shadda and the fatha on the end tells us that this is like a, this is a trigger for the word after to be monsoob. Uh, it makes it one of the sisters of inna. Lakinna al-mujtama'a, let's say the community al-mujtama'a. And the reason uh, for having a fatha on the end al-mujtama'a is, as I say, it's um, it's been triggered to be monsoob by lakinna. Kullahu, all of it, inna ma kana fil laylat al-ula. That verily, it was on the first night, and it is it is the night of the season for them. Okay, well, like a mosim is a season. You, you can even use it to mean like in terms of the weather seasons, not necessarily like festive seasons, but even in terms of the weather. But that's not what it means here. Um, yeah, he's saying that it's it's a night of the season. That's what it says. Um, so this is the first night. Okay, so what happens on the first night is what he's describing. The, 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 the noble house is opened. It is open. This is in the passive, right? It's usually but this is So this is passive. It's that the, 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 the noble house is open every day of this blessed month. Okay. It's not the month of Ramadan yet. Okay, we'll find out what this blessed month is. I had to do some digging to find out. Like he doesn't, he doesn't give it to you. It makes you work for, for what he's actually referring to. Um, or I don't know. Perhaps people who were reading him in you know the eleventh century did understand what he was referring to. But for me and uh, and, and for you as well, it, it requires a little bit of digging and uh, finding the historical pieces of the jigsaw. فَإِذَا كَانَ الْيَوْمُ التَّاسِعُ وَالْعِشْرُونَ So, so um, yes, if, if the... It's really saying if it is, or setting the scene, it's saying like when it is, really. When, when it is, the, uh, uh, the, the 29th day, right, اليوم, the day, التَّاسِعُ وَالْعِشْرُونَ The 29th, right? There's some important things to learn from this about how you do the ordinal numbers of larger numbers, right? So, um, you know, with a little bit of knowledge, it can be fairly intuitive, actually, how to do, how to say the third. You take thalatha and you put it into this ismfa'il pattern. So, a thalith is the third. You do the same with arba'a, the number four, and make it rabi'a, the fourth, and the number khamsa, to make it khamis, to make the fifth, right? But then when you get into like, the 22nd, 
and the in this case the 29th so this is how we do it right we the the, the digit right in this case the ninth you can still do from a tisara to a tasir you can still do that but then what do you do with the ishroon bit this is what you do you put alif and lam at the beginning al ishroon and that's what makes it ordinal the 29th so when it was the 29th minhu of it as in of this month this expression uh, it means it is um, it is um, uh, sort of reserved for them it's 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 singled out perhaps might be a better translation so the 29th night of this month is singled out for the women it's singled out for their umrah it's singled out for them specifically right especially so so Mecca is sort of presented to them, right? This is kind of what it's saying. Yavharum uh, is to appear, really. Um, it appears to them. Mecca appears to them. Yes, Mecca kind of presents to them on that day a great celebration. Very nice. For for it is to them. Yomu zinatihim al mashur. It is a day of their m- most well-known, mashhur is like famous or well-known, of their well-known adornments, right? The, the zina are like decorations, adornments maybe. Yeah, it is a day of those things. Al-wat al-musta'addu lahu, not musta'id. Musta'id means like prepared already. But musta'ad with a fatha on the ayn. Musta'ad means it's prepared, as in it's prepared for them. Lahu, or prepared for it. As in the day, right? Good. وَفِي يَوْمِ الْخَمِيسَ الْخَامِسَ عَشَرَ مِنْ هَذَا الشَّهَرَ Okay, this was the bit that interested me. Because we're coming quite close to him describing the beginning of the month of Ramadan. We're coming quite close to that chapter. So what month is he talking about? Because we can actually narrow down what month he's talking about, surely. If he says يوم الخميس, so Thursday. يوم الخميس. And then what date? الخامس عشرة. Right? The 15th, right? So I looked back at the dates for the month of Ramadan and the month of Sha'ban as well um, in, the year f- in the year 579, which is the year that we're in Hijri, right? And the month of Ramadan doesn't have a Thursday the 15th of Ramadan in that year. There isn't one. Sha'ban doesn't either, but the month before it, Rajab does, right? So he must be in the month of Rajab. And Rajab is a sacred month. As well, right? That there's lots of evidences for why Rajab is is a is a special month. It is a blessed month as well. But like generally, when we hear the adjective Mubarak, we tend to think of Ramadan, so Ramadan Mubarak and stuff like that. But um, yeah, but it but it is a blessed month, right? It is a blessed month. Yeah. So I mean, looking at the calendar, that is the month that seems to make sense, right? For for him actually being in Mecca, and um, for him talking about these things. Good. And, and as I say, it's the only month that's in that time that I could find that aligns with there being a 15th of the month, which is a Thursday. Minhad al-Shahr, good. Shahadna. is something else that is directly lifted from the text from Ibn Jubayr al-Rihla. Like so many of his chapters have like Shahadna, be and then a particular place. There's so many are like that. We, we watched in this place, we witnessed in this particular place. This certain thing unfold. من الاحتفال لل من الاحتفال from the from the celebrations for Umrah 
قريباً من المشهد so close to the مشهد the مشهد is like the scene the, the thing that they're looking at the scene close to the scene الأول المذكور في أول شهر so um so what is he saying now he's saying on the 15th of the month right he's saying the Thursday the 15th of the month uh, what we saw in terms of celebrations is close to what we saw in the beginning Right, and what he mentioned in the beginning, if I bring you back to earlier in the text, was actually something quite simple, just that the, the noble house is open every day. Right, that's really all that he noticed. So in the middle of the month, he notices that as well. Good, so we kind of have like a funny order in how he's describing it. He describes the beginning of the month, and then the, then the 29th of the month for the women, and then he's describing the 15th of the month now. So, um, so there we go. Okay, and then the 15th of the month is like what, what he saw in, at the beginning. He says, من مشهد الأول المذكور المذكور, like the mentioned, right? The mentioned في أول شهر in the, in the beginning of the month. Good. فكان لا يبقى أحد So, so, no, so nobody remained من الرجال والنساء إلا خرج لها except they went out for it, right? Yeah, this, you'll notice this in the works of Ibn Jubayr not only him, but he does it quite a lot, making something negative in this very Arabic way of rather than just saying, rather than just saying only, like here, instead of, instead of saying, okay, I'll give, I'll offer a crude translation for what he said. He said, there was no one remaining from the men or the women except that they went out for it. He could have just said, they all went out, they all, they all went out for it. They all went out. He could have, could have just said that, like, yeah, they all went out. But instead he's decided to, you know, do this. There was not anyone from the men or the women who, you know, who did this except that they did that. You know, but it's a very Arabic expression and Ibn Jubayr particularly loves it. Okay, well, the, the jumla, the students of Lugha, like you guys know the term jumla to mean a sentence, right? But is like saying and in total, right? And altogether, something like that. And in total, so the blessed month, all of it, it does show its roots with, actually with the word Umrah, actually, but, but perhaps more relevant, perhaps more noteworthy for this, um, is your, your umr, your, your age. Um, yeah, your age. It's, it's kind of like, it's like saying that the month is past. It's, it's, it's past or it's spent in what? With, with many types. A nur, well, nur is a type, the plural is anwar, types of ibadat, of worship. Good. Of umrah siwaha, and the like of her, right? And equal to her, perhaps. Very nice. Okay. So I'll, I'll read the whole next section, the next six lines, and then we will um, pick them apart together afterwards together. So let me scroll down slightly. Uh, بالحجر المكرم فما راعنا إلا الأمير مكثر طال طالعا محرما قد وصل من ميقات العمرة تبركا بذلك اليوم وجريا فيه على الرسم 
wa abda'uhu wa ra'ahu muhrimaini muhrimina sorry muhrimina that makes more sense wa qad haffa bihi ba'du khasatihi wa badara al mu'adhinu zamzami lil hin ila sath al qubba and he means qubba zamzam da'an ala adatihi mutanawiban في ذلك مع أخيه وحانت صلاة العشاء مع فراغ الأمير من طوافه فصلى خلف الإمام الشافعي وخرج إلى مسعى المبارك Okay, nice. A few little hiccups in my reading there, so apologies for that. Okay, good. So, um, ويختص ويختص أوله ونصفه من ذلك بحظ مميز يختص Things from this root are to do with like specializing in things. So it's like they are specific for it. The the first and the half of that, I think what he's referring to is the beginning of the month, as you mentioned, al-awwal, wal-nisfuhu, and the 15th of it, as you mentioned, right? Which is like halfway through a month, right? They are bihalvin mumayyiz. They are of, of, they are of, Distinguished fortune, we might say. This term health is actually really useful for saying things like unfortunately, lisul health, lisul health sort of means unfortunately for for bad fortune. Yeah, so he's saying that the the beginning and the middle of the month. This is what I get from it anyway. Um, at the halfway point of the month and the beginning, they are of distinguished uh, fortune. Okay, good. We have another demonstration of the ordinal numbers. Uh, like above 20, right? Bigger ones. So we had like a, we had, we had a and now we have a so the 27th. Uh, the 27th is is significant actually in the month of Ramadan as well. It's, um although we don't know exactly which night Laylatul Qadr is in the month of Ramadan, um, there, there are there are who have, who have said that it's like the most likely that it's the 27th, but that's not like, that's not a ruling. Good, okay, anyway, so he says, and as such, just like the, the distinguished, um, the distinguished, um, what was it done that it was like favor or something, of the, the first and the beginning, likewise is the 27th. Um, okay, and in the evening, in the Ashi of the Yom of the Yom al Khamis al Mavkur, of the mentioned Yom al Khamis, Kunna Julusan, we were sitting. We were sitting where We've talked about this al-hijr before. We've talked about that before. Um, and it being a reference to the semicircle type shape um, that's right next to the Kaaba. Very nice. So he's saying that he was sitting there. That's where he was sitting. Or, or even a group of him is saying, Kunna, Julusan. We were in a sitting state. Um, good. فَمَا رَاعَنَا إِلَّا الْأَمِيرِ فَمَا رَاعَنَا This verb رَاعَ It really means to like shepherd somebody. <laughs> a ra'in is a shepherd. Right? There's a hadith where the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says كُلُّكُمْ رَاعِن That you are all shepherds. وَمَسْؤُولٌ عَنْ رَعِيَتِهِ And responsible for his flock. Good. Um, so anyway, so مَا رَاعَنَا Did not shepherd us. Uh, literally, right? Did not shepherd us. Illa al-Amir. Except the Amir. 
right? And then, then Ibn Jubair actually names him Mukfir. Um, th this is referring to a specific Amir of Mecca. Um, yeah, he would have been Mukfir Ibn Isa, I think is his full name actually. I'll link his Wikipedia page in the description below. But yeah, Mukfir Ibn Isa was actually the Amir at this time. I mean, Mukfir Ibn Isa, he died in like 1204, 1203 or something. So, I mean, he, his life would have overlapped with Ibn Jubayr. Like, the history seems to line up for me that he actually would have been the Amir in Mecca at, at that point. Um, although, yeah, as I say, like, I mean, Ibn Jubayr dies in 1217, so perhaps Mukfir is older than him by like 15 years or something. But, um, but yeah, the, the dates line up, um, which is really cool. It's, it's so cool, isn't it, for like a, a student of, of historical Arabic text. It's so cool when... The, the dates of different people line up and, and then also being able to find the dates that he must be talking about because he says it's a Thursday on the 15th and things like that. Anyway, that's, that's some cool stuff. Okay, طالعاً محرماً So this, I don't know if it's طالعاً or طالعاً Actually, I hadn't thought about it, but the verb طالعاً means to kind of get up, right? And, and محرم, محرم is a nice word actually. محرم, much like the word Muslim, is the ism fa'il or the active participle of a form 4 verb. In the case of muhrim, it's from the verb ahrama, uh, which means to be, to be in a state of ihram, to be in a state of ritual purity for pilgrimage, right? Be it, be it umrah or hajj. At the beginning of this video, I mentioned that ihram is, is part of doing umrah and part of doing hajj. So this, this isn't the hajj season, but it is something relevant for umrah. But a person who is in the state of ihram is a muhrim. Just like a person who is in a state of Islam is a Muslim, right? So, um, good, yeah. So, so he is in a state of ihram, this, this Amir, whilst he's shepherding them, right? قَدْ وَصَلَ مِنْ مِيقَاتِ الْعُمْرَةِ Yeah, so verily he arrived at the time of Umrah. Yeah, miqat means a time, like a specific time for a thing. I think it's plural is mawaqit, actually. But, um, yeah, how it, how it differs from a waqt. Waqt is a far broader time, I think. A, a miqat means a, a time for a specific event, is a miqat. Miqat al-umrah. He arrived in time for umrah. Tabarrakan bidhalik al-yawm. Tabarruk from the verb barraka. Oh, sorry, from the form 5, tabarraka bi something. Yeah, tabarraka bi something. That's, that's interesting. It needs to be blessed by something. Form 5, tabarraka. Tabarrukan bi Blessed by that day. Wajariyan fihi ala rasmi. This is the only part of this text I had to scratch my head over a little bit. So, jariyan fihi means like running it, right? To, the verb jara means to run, literally to run, like to go for a run. If you're like running with your legs, that is jari, right? But it also means to like run an event. If you're running things, right, you also use jara for that. Um, ala rasm. Okay, ala rasm. Ala means upon. Rasm is literally the drawing. Right, rasama literally means to draw, but it's also a word that's used for like documenting things, right? Taking account of things. Um, so my sense of what this means is, jariyanfi, like um, he's blessed, he's blessed by that day, and he's and he's running it, right? He's the emir, all right? Ala rasmi is running it, ala rasmi is running it, um, with everything appointed. Right, so it's purposefully, it's documented, like the things that are going on on that day. But um, th this expression is, um, there's a few other things that that can kind of mean sometimes. Like I've seen, like it reminds me a little bit of, um, 
I've seen in a dictionary somewhere like yes yastahiqu yastahiqu la yastahiqu alayhi rasm for example like la yastahiqu it's not it's not um requiring it's not demanding doesn't have the right for quite literally ala rasm it's a, it's an expression used for like no fee is chargeable there's no fee payable like it's not entitled to la yastahiqu alayhi rasm there's no rasm, there's no like specific thing documented that it's entitled to. I think there's a form 10 actually as well from rasama. Istarsama ala. Yeah, which means leave your impression on something. But, but I don't think it means any of those things. It's my impression, my, my impression of it is that it just means that he's, he's running it and, and, and the things are well appointed. Good. And what else? Wa'abna'uhu. His abna are his children. His children are behind him. Right? I first read this when I kind of glanced my eyes over this earlier. I thought it was Muharimaini. I thought it was in the duel, right? And my head was like, maybe he has lots of children, but only two of them are boys, so he wants to mention those or something. Like, I don't know. I, like, in, in lots of cultures, like lots of Muslim majority cultures, but particularly Arabs, like, they, they have such like a. Um, they have such like a um, a ghayra for their women that like th they don't feel the need to like introduce their daughters and their wives the same way they do their boys, right? Like even if they've got even if they've got ten daughters that they love dearly, right, and two sons, you'll ask them about their children, and they'll say like I, I have children, and I, like I've got twelve children. They might say um, uh, their names are Omar and uh, Isa. But not mention their girls' names just out of, just out of being protective for them. So so I thought it, my head was like imposing some some <laughs> something like that on it. But it's not that at all. It just uh, it just means muhrim um, Just means his chil his children are also in the state of ihram as well. Um, that's what that's what it means. Right? Mu is a plural of muhrim, just like he is muhrim at that moment because he's in a state of ihram, and his children are behind him also in a state of ihram. وَقَدْ حَفَّ بِهِ بَعْضُ خَاصَتِهِ Yeah, حَفَّ, it means to circle. حَفَّ بِهِ, they're going around him. So, and, and some of his khasa, his khasa is like some of his own, right? So, so I assume it means like people who work for him, some of his staff, perhaps we might say. Some of his staff kind of going around him, right? That they're helping him with stuff or whatever. And what else happens after this? Wabadara. Badara means to, to, to initiate something. Wabadara al-mu'adhinu zamzamayyu. So the, the zamzam mu'adhin. Badara. He initiated. We can assume he initiated the adhan, right? If he's, if Ibn Jubayr has mentioned that he's the mu'adhin. Um, so I don't know if this is something they do in Mecca now. Is is it the case that the Mu'evin makes the Adhan from the from the from the well of Zemzem? Like I'm I'm not aware of that being the case. Um, but but uh, may, maybe it was during the time of Ibn Jubayr. But Lilhin. Uh, so so then ila Sadh al Qubba. So from from the roof of the Qubba, the the Sadh is the roof. Al um, Qubba, the the dome. Right, like does does the well of Zemzem is it built with like a dome on top, or, or maybe it was or something? I'm not sure. Darian, cooling ala adati, yeah, according to the customs. Right, this is how they do the the adhan. This is what he's saying. Mutanawiben, mutanawiben means like alternately, but with who then? 
or in that with his brother. So maybe him and his brother, they take turns to make the adhan from the qubba, uh, from the from the dome, uh, from, from the well of Zamzam. Wahanat salatul amir min Very nice. So wahanat, it occurred or it came about. Salatul Isha. Salatul Isha came about with the faragh of the Amir. Faragh it means um becoming uh free of something, right? Um you can say waqt faragh to mean like your free time. Yeah, it's it's a nice like if you're talking about your hobbies and stuff in Arabic, it's it's quite a nice thing to kind of jot down. It's like a little phrase for you. And I spend my free time doing whatever, right? Even a term that um, uh, my Arabic teacher used recently, mutafarrir. If you're free, do you know what I mean? Like like oh, like he was saying to me. Um, he was saying to me, like, in the morning he was free, he was mutafarrigh, and then all of a sudden loads of things started happening. So if, like, you're free, if you're talking about, like, in the morning you were free, things were quiet, you're mutafarrigh. Anyway, so, so yeah, so Salat al-Isha came in with the freeing of the emir, or with the, yeah, freeing of the emir from his tawaf. He had finished doing tawaf when the time of Salat al-Isha came in. So they prayed behind the Imam al-Shafi'i and he went out to his blessed works, al-Mas'a. Okay, so I mentioned like four minutes ago how cool it is when you kind of have these overla- overlapping things like oh, Ibn Jubayr, he was in he was in Mecca in the year, you know, in the year like 579 of the Hijri date and, and that overlaps with the time that um, that, that um, Mukthir ibn Isa was the emir there and he's mentioned Mukthir as the emir and all these cool things and then and then you've got Imam al-Shafi'i apparently leading the Salah so this isn't the Imam al-Shafi'i rahimahullah that we all know of right this isn't Imam al-Shafi'i I mean if if, if Ibn Jubayr is under the impression then he's out by about I mean I mean, Imam al-Shafi'i has been dead for nearly 400 years at this point. <laughs> like, Imam al-Shafi'i dies in, like, 204 or something. Hijri, I mean. And this is, yeah, as I say, like, five, 579. So, I mean, yeah, he's been dead for 300 years or something, right? So it's definitely not that Imam al-Shafi'i. It's obviously a different Imam al-Shafi'i. So there you go. Um, yeah, so so don't think that Ibn Jubayr has just made a blunder and he thinks that Imam al-Shafi'i lived for 600 years and that he's leading the Salah in, in Mecca. Um, but a particular Imam, Imam al-Shafi'i, who I guess was known at the time, he's not, not an Imam that I know of, but um, yeah, perhaps was known. Cause, um, I mean, if you just say Imam al-Shafi'i without mentioning anything else, it, it seems like he's an Imam al-Shafi'i that people know. And there's no, other, there's no reason why nobody else can have the name Imam al-Shafi'i, there's, people can easily, other people can easily have the name of Shafi'i, so, so there you go. Okay, very nice, so that's quite a long one, uh, I'll wrap it up swiftly, inshallah. Our next episode uh, will be uh, in two days' time, so today is our episode on Saturday, and next episode will be on Monday, and uh, yeah, it'll be section 21, which is Ziyara, Ziyara to Nebawiyyah, or the prophetic visit. Uh, it's a very short chapter that one is though, so we'll have a little bit of a little bit of a break in that one. Actually, it won't be so heavy. The last two that we've done have been uh, immense amounts of Arabic. So that's everything for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me, and I'll see you in the next one. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi taala wa barakatuh.